Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, Norman Wonthaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Gippsland style Saturday afternoon. Welcome to your one and all. You might be in the wonderful region of Gippsland. It's great to have your company. I hope your weekend's travelling well so far. Ian Doherty here. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland through until two o'clock this afternoon. Sitting alongside of me as he does. Well, he has done for a while. We've got the old band back together, Brad. It's been a little while. Brad Sinclair, Sinkers, good afternoon to you. Oh, welcome back. Whiz to the West Gippy footy. It's good to have you back. Back from... You've come back from the other side over at Allen Bank. Well, that was the side we were on last year, mate. But good to see you again and uh, get the old uh, band back together, as we said. Plenty going on here. We're live this afternoon at Turretin Rec Reserve for the West Gippsland Grand Final Replay. A little later on this afternoon. It should be an absolute beauty. That's Turretin Dalmore playing host to the Phillip Island Football Club. And uh, it should be a beauty. So stay tuned for that one this afternoon. Plenty... For you in on offer here in Saturdays in Gippsland, we've got a little notice board segment. We've got a uh, a special guest a little later on in the show from the Hawthorne or Hawthorne Footy Club, Box Hill Hawks, about the big game that's on in Wonthaggy tomorrow. We'll preview preview all of this afternoon's action in Gippsland footy. So plenty to get on with Brad Sinclair. Oh, Wiz and our favourite segments back. Oh, our hot or not? Favourite segment is back. What's hot or not? Well, you've been busily preparing for that as well. So mm, There's a lot to be hot about and there's a lot to be not hot about. Whiz. Well, as usual, the most organised chick I've ever worked with, Brad Sinclair. He's got all his papers stuck at the desk and coloured texters everywhere. It's been a while. I've forgotten you look over at my mess on this side. Uh, but uh, that's the way it's going to be. Hey, uh, pretty good setup down here at Tura. And I, this might be my first time here. I've only ever driven past it. But the ground itself looks to be in excellent condition. We can see out onto Westernport Bay in the background. We're, we're actually up in the um, in the big super box, corporate box, uh, above the bar and change rooms here at Turden. They've uh, put on a terrific setup for us up here, Brad. Uh, it's a great ground. We called here in round one against Coraline. And I love the ground to call from. My old eyes likes this sort of ground. I only have the glasses on and I very rarely have to pull the binoculars, Wiz, because we get a beautiful viewing point and it's not a massive ground, a good viewing ground. But, yeah, they, jeez, uh, this room that we're up in, Wiz, they tell, tell a few stories, the walls here, because uh, apparently... For about 100 bucks a pop every now and then, you can get up here and have a few frothies and a feed. And, and watch the game. Watch the footy and no doubt 
tell some old tales and when you used to wear the toffee apple jumper in the 80s and the 90s. Terrific setup it is too. So upstairs here, heaps of people already in this afternoon. We're in the second quarter of the reserve grade here and uh, the home side at the moment, the Seagulls looking in control. 6-7-43 leading Phillip Island 1-1-7 and we're just on the cusp of half-time in this contest. So, yeah, the... uh, a big day's footy. But just to paint a picture for you around the ground, this side, where the change rooms are, the bar, the canteen, the social club, uh, there are people absolutely everywhere. It's heaving downstairs, and we're probably away from a little bit here. You'll pick up in our effects, Mike, during the course of the afternoon, the sound there. On the outer side of the ground, as the half-time siren goes in the reserve grade, you'll see the, the ground absolutely encircled by vehicles. Uh, so there's a big crowd in for this one today, Brad. Well, it is the grand final replay. And in the under-18s earlier in the day, gee, that was a great game of footy. Some really good kids running around in this competition. And uh, Phillip Island ran out winners by a goal, 6-11-47 to Turin Dalmore, 5-11-41. They played a very disciplined-type brand of rolling up the ground and strangling the opposition. Both clubs played a similar brand. It was a really good game of footy. Now, we're going to do a segment here, a little mini segment uh, that we're going to call What's Going On. I don't think we've got a stinger for it just yet, but uh, what's going on? It's a little club notice board sort of set up. So clubs out there in the West Gippsland or Island Bank competition, if they've got something they want to publicise, this is uh, where you can do it. They obviously put their notes in the footy record. Uh, and on socials as well, but we're happy to give things a little plug. Now, first one is the Alabanga District Football and Netball League. They've got an injury prevention management and improved performance information session that's on at uh, PhysioWorks Health Group in Pakenham on the 10th of May. Now, that's for trainers and uh, medical staff from clubs to go along and attend and um, hopefully pick up all the latest information on injury management, prevention, etc. Speaking of which, the president here... At Turret and Dalmore, Lee Jones, you went down before to get a hot dog. He served you that. He's also a trainer, and then he brings up the team sheets. Is there's there no, much that he doesn't do? Nothing he can't do. He's a busy, busy man. So uh, they've got it going on there. Just a quick one, too. Footy reunion, 2003 Premiership Lakes Entrance Seagulls Football Club from their 2003 Premiership. That's Saturday the 12th of August. So contact the club for details and a book there. Uh, Latrobe Valley Umpires Association. We've got a few milestone games today, so congratulations, firstly, to Jacinta Giddis for 50 games. Uh, that's the first one. The next one will go up in uh, number order. Robert Blunt, congratulations, 300 games of footy as an umpire in the Latrobe Valley Umpires Association. Uh, and Latrobe Valley President Steve Esler gets to 550 games today. But uh, kicking the swipe this time round with 750 oh. games milestone this weekend, Alex Cooper, and congratulations to Alex there. Uh, job well done. We'll look after the ump spread. 750 games. How many That's times do you reckon he's been called a white maggot? <laughs> would have been a few. Well, they get called green ones <laughs> yeah, these days. But he's but 750 games. He would have been umpiring when they just wore white. He's had more abuse than me with a weekend at my mother-in-law's <laughs> place. And in the final story, this is breaking news. Uh, Essendon players have been bag a banned from walking their dogs, what? Brad. What? Why would they be banned from walking their dogs, well, Liz? It's become evident that they cannot hold a lead. Ah, boom, boom. Yes, oh, wasn't that... Uh, We're not here to do jokes, oh, so we'll move on. I saw oh. that one, I thought that belonged in what's going on, so... Oh. Yeah. I'll tell you right. what, what, when you're talking about what's going on, I'll tell you what did happen. Garfield 
What a club that is. One of my favourite all-time footballers come from there, Frosty Miller. Yep. The ex-legend at the Dandenong VFA. A lot of people don't realise he actually played some senior footy at Carlton at some stage. They had a massive weekend last week. The 63, 83, 93 and 2013 Premiership reunions. Well, you know what year it is now. 2023. Is that oh, an omen? Uh-oh. Well, yeah, how they go? Well, Frosty. Mm. And there's pictures in the paper of Frosty being in there. He's got the biggest hands I've ever seen. I remember shaking his hand back in oh, early 2010s. And fair dinkum, that hand nearly come up to my elbow. <laughs> He's got massive hands. But you've got little piano playing hands. Oh, I have fat little digits. <laughs> but he was, whiz, you remember him, don't you? Number 15, yes, the, the left footer. For Dan full forward. The oh, oh, they used to follow him from one end of the ground yeah, at Shepley Oval. He, he was, was a, a real uh, glamour boy of the, uh, the VFA competition. Uh, as was a mate of mine too, but the uh, Waverley Footy Club, Steve Barnes. We'll talk about him another time, though. Waverley, another defunct... They are. VFA yeah. Club, Oakley, Dandenong, Springvale. It's a shame, isn't it? All that's through that southern region. That's how it is. That's how it is. Luckily, it's still going to ride in uh, West Gippsland. Yeah, oh, well, it certainly is, Wiz, and I'll tell you what, I reckon uh, just about everyone in Turidan and f- uh, from Cows will be up here because the drive from Cows up here is not too far. It takes you about oh, 45 minutes up the road and you pass some beautiful little eateries, uh, Grantville, some bakeries there that I like to, like to have a fang at. You ever been to the Grantville Bakery? He's pretty, he's pretty good on the tooth, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez. He knows where all the bakeries are. Hey, so if you're hungry, just follow Brad. He how knows good, where the food is. How good's the ground, Wiz? Looks very good, yeah. doesn't oh. it? Unbelievable. It's one of those ones that's actually got the um, cement cricket pitch in the centre. Mm. And we've got a great view of it because we're elevated here right uh, on the centre wing position. But it's got the AstroTurf laid down on it. And it's absolutely seamless. You can't see where the real grass and the fake grass ends and the real fake grass starts. It's really well done. But the rest of the ground is absolutely perfect. A lot of people that you talk to, they don't like these rubber pitches and so forth with that green matter. Well, I can tell you... Back in the day when you played on the old turf wickets <laughs> and Clayton, where I grew up, that's what we played on, a turf wicket. Up until about round six, it was laser sharp well, and you got shocking cuts yeah, all the, over the your Yeah, the mud legs. dried real oh. sharp. Either that or it was wet and you'd have to get into the yeah. shower with your boots and socks on. Um, yep. Just to clean them off so you could undo them and get well, them off after these the days they share with their jocks on, Wiz. You know that, don't right. you? These days they don't shower. Oh, don't they? No, they all go home to their mummy's house oh, to do you. that. Different generation yeah, of footballer, but don't take me there. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the uh, rubber pitch, and you walk on it, it's not too bad. I see all the senior players out there at, ha- at uh, half-time or quarter-time. What is it? Half-time of the reserves, just uh, having a bit of a walk around. And there is a couple of rumours that there might be a couple of players out today. But Are we, we going to talk about them at this point, uh, or is it too early for that? It's a bit early, I reckon, a bit all early. Right, but stay tuned for that. We, we, there may be a couple of outs. There's certainly a couple of uh, debuts. There uh, certainly today is. Today for both sides. We'll get to those a bit later on. Chrissy Ross out there just walking off the ground. The president of Phillip Island, he came up with the team sheet earlier and I posed the question to him, Wes. Yeah. Their captain, ex-captain, he's away overseas, Jamie Yule. He wears the number seven. Eli Richards is currently wearing the seven. Yep. And he's dominating in the midfield. He was super in the game we called yeah, a, couple a few weeks, weeks ago. ago on Easter, Easter Saturday mm. against Warrigal Industrials. Wow. Jamie Yule will be back this year now. He wants his seven back. Now, I did get a message from Jamie yesterday that he'd be listening right. today. Right. He's, he's in Spain at the moment, well, but please. he'll be listening. Ask him if the rain in Spain falls mainly on that move on. Now, Yuli, I can tell you right now, 
Eli Richards does not want to give up the seven, so good luck getting that back when you get back, mate. Uh, well, you can't have 17 either. I've seen that on the list. Anyway, uh, minor details, it's got to be said. So don't forget today on SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland, we're 91.3 FM, or you can pick us up on the SEN app this afternoon for the match of the day. That's uh, Turret and Dalmore hosting Phillip Island in a West Gippsland grand final replay, but on 91.9 SEN Track, and also on the SEN app, you'll be able to pick up the Ellenbank game Today, between Nyora and Long Worry should be a good one out at Nyora next to the Speedway there. And that one will be called by our colleagues, Rob Goodwin and Dylan Beaumont. Yeah, young Dylan. He's, I've been calling with him for the last month. And Hey, I'll tell you what. The game last Sunday, the West Gippy game, the Anzac Day game out at Warrigal between Warrigal Industrials and this mob, Turret and Dalmore. Mm-hmm. Absolutely massive crowd Brilliant day, and I've got to say, the Warrigal Industrials Football Netball Club should be congratulated on what they pulled off last week. The anthem, the the uh, the bugle, the standing there, the anth- it was just an unbelievable day. Great crowd, massive day, uh, and you know what they had? They had a coffee cart. You've got to have a coffee well, cart. Well, there's one here. I've been downstairs. Oh, there's a coffee van down oh, here. Jeez. Yeah, oh, you'll have to get yourself that. a little... Um, oh. Gee, will you? Skinny latte or something, Brad, whatever it is you normally take. Do I look like I drink skinny latte? Not many of them, it's fair to say. So, uh, let's talk about uh, today's round and the other games in the Mm. West Gippsland just before we get to the break. Um, do you want to? It's probably is it too early for your tips or? Uh, no, nah, it's never too early for the tips, Wiz. But uh, I can tell you that um, I will. This game here. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll start with this game, Wiz, because hmm. I think uh, this is going to be an absolute beauty today, and I'm going to go Turidan. They haven't been beaten yet. So undefeated. Undefeated at the moment, and, and Phillip Island got a bit of a touch up to Inverloch Conwack by six goals last week. So I'm going to go Turidan in the big one here today, and it should be an absolute beauty. It always is a grand final replay. We always like the grand final replays. Wiz, now in other games, mm-hmm. who have we got? Oh, gee, I'm looking at the wrong page. You've got oh. me out. Oh, yeah, I was looking at the ladder. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's. What I don't like about the West Gippie record at the moment, back in the day, mm-hmm. you used to go to the back page and that was the fixture. Well, what's happened to that? That's, uh, that's still no there, longer. wasn't it? No, it's not there no longer. And I don't know why they don't do that. Well, you've distracted me now. I'm going to find that. No, no, it's not in the record in the back part. So you've got to flick around to have a look. And I don't like doing that. You should be able to go straight to it. But I can tell you, in the West Gippie Games today... Uh, around the grounds, um, going to be a beauty that one, isn't it? Uh, and that's missing too. So Bunyip and the Dusties are off today. Yes, yeah. Bunyip and the Dusties out of Bunyip. So I like the Dusties there. They haven't had both teams without a win, but let's uh, Dusties have had Phillip Island and Turidan. They've played the two grand final sides uh, already up. Yes, so yeah. I think they'll beat it's, Bunyip. Yeah, it's been a tough draw. Uh, Coralie and Kiwi Rupp. Uh, uh, up against each other today. The young bloke from um, Turin just on the ground with the trainers out there, the stretcher out. Game stopped early in the third term here in the reserve grade. Coralin, easy over Kiwi Rap. They were very disappointing last week. Yeah, they are, you feel like they need to lift. Uh, Dalston will be at home to Karamburra Bina this afternoon. <sighs> I liked Dalston last week. They were very good against Killy Bass. In the last quarter, predominantly, yeah, 
Dallas and easy. Uh, and uh, Inverloch will be hosting Killy Bass today. And hmm. there's a big inclusion oh, for what? the Panthers too. Number 12 making his uh, <laughs> first senior appearance for the season. Sammy Watson. Gee whiz. He's going to be busy too. How did he get the back. call up? I watched the reserves game last week and I'll tell you <laughs> what, did. the boy struggled. He came up a bit lame as well. No, I'm only joking. So he's going to he be busy right. if he plays at centre-half back against Inverloch today. No, no good against Garfield. No, no, Goon. Uh, Garfield, much improved side, but I think the Goon will have too much uh, striking power. All right. Now the one, of course, is Turret and Phillip Island. We'll get to that a little later on in the show. Uh, if you've just joined us, listeners, Saturdays in Gippsland. It's time for us to take a break. And when we come back, our first guest of the week, and we'll be speaking with the development coach at the Box Hill Hawks and Hawthorne Football Club, talking specifically about tomorrow's big Hawthorne VFLW and VFL games out at Wonthaggy in the region. Big contributors to footy in Gippsland are the Box Hill Hawks, and we'll be talking to their head coach right after this break. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. More coming up right after this. Joining us on the line is a pretty important guest, Brad, but given uh, the commitment of his uh, organisation to football in general in Gippsland, of course, coaching the VFL men's side at Wonthaggy tomorrow for the Box Hill Hawks. It's Zane Littlejohn. Zane, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Brad, oh, to be on. We haven't got him. No, not there. Zane, you, can you hear us? Yes, mate. Got you. No, we, we, we can't get him there, Sean. I'll get you to uh, see if you can get him back on the line. We'll keep going. So, uh, now, Zane is our guest on the show. We're just going to get him back on the line in a second. Um... Now, tomorrow, Brad, oh, at Wonthaggy. It's a big thing it. for the Box Hill Hawks footy club. And this is the first time Box Hill Hawks now affiliated AFL, VFLW side, linked to the AFLW. So they've got VFLW and VFL all on at Box Hill to, at uh, Wonthaggy tomorrow. So if you're in the area, make sure you get in and see. I'll be there against the Casey Demons. VFL footy. Yeah, yeah should be pretty uh, good. strung up a deal they have with uh, Box Hill and Hawthorne, the city. Bass Coast City Council, so they've done an absolute uh, magnificent job there getting that. And that, I, I would imagine they'll get a crowd of a minimum, depending on the weather, because it can get nasty. Well, it's out like there. Isabel, right? If it, yes, but where's Wonthaggy's are like another world away from here. You you can yeah, drive through here and get to Wonthaggy, and it's pelting down. Uh, it, you'll get a really good crowd out there tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great day and a good game in both games. Mm-hmm. And we've got a couple of girls that will ask uh, when we get Zane back on, actually. I know he's not coaching the VFLW, so we actually probably should talk about it. They've got a couple of girls from the area. Yep. Bass Coast Breakers are a good women's side. Well, there's a, they're talking about the Box Hill Hawks as an organisation and their commitment to Gippsland football. Mm. Uh, not just the girls, but the boys, in fact. And, of course, John Newcomb coming out of uh, Poowong is the first one. There's a boy running around this afternoon. Max Walton for Phillip Island uh, is also a Box Hill-listed footballer. So there there's is. a strong commitment from Box Hill Hawks to Gippsland footy. There is, and there's a couple of girls. Grace Master is an ex-Bass Coast Breaker player, and uh, Grace McRae played at Dalston and as well at, over at Gippy Power. So in the women's and the men's, there's a real strong Gippsland flavour in that day out there tomorrow at One Thank you, and I know the general manager will also be there, Brett Desari, tomorrow. Uh, very good, Brett. He's everywhere. That's, uh, that's what that means. Now, I think we've got Zane on the line now. Zane, little Johnny, are you there? 
Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Ah, Zane, nice to have you, mate. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. This is Wiz. You're talking to Wiz and Brad. Hey, I just wanted to touch base with you before tomorrow's uh, big day out at Wonthaggy uh, and your background on that. Before we get to that one, uh, now you're at Tasmania originally. I'll get to that in a second. But uh, six years at the Brisbane Lions as an assistant coach uh, and uh, heading up development, etc., and arrived as the senior coach at the Box Hill Hawks this season. Uh, you'll, you've noticed straight away that there's a big connection with the Box Hill Hawks and the Gippsland region. Absolutely. We've, uh, yeah, we're very lucky. Um, we've got a lot of Gippsland people part of our footy club in both the men's and women's program, and um, we've got a great relationship with the community, and uh, we, we can't wait to get down there tomorrow. Now, a few boys are already headed down today to spend the day down there and prepare for the game tomorrow, so really exciting. Well, they might even be here at Turretin, uh for the match of the day here. We've just been alerted that uh, we're talking about some of the men that have uh, come out of the Gippsland region that have uh, appeared at Box Hill Hawks and further on to Hawthorne, John Newcomb notably, and Max Walton, who's running around for the Bulldogs. Phillip Island in this afternoon's game is a Box Hill-listed player as well. He is, yeah. Max is um, just uh, had a slow start to the year, had a bit of... Um, bit, bit of uh, sickness go through him, so he sort of had a bit of a slow start, but he was emergency for our, our round three game um, earlier in the year, and um, but he's a great great kid, and he's been obviously been out lucky enough to play a few VFL games last year, and um, we've got a few of our coaches down there watching him to see how he's going, because he's pretty close to ideally getting a, um, a lick of the ice cream and getting a game in the next couple of weeks if, he's, if his form um, lives up to it, I guess. Now, Zane, uh, a good Tassie boy, and have you spent much yep. time out in Wonthaggy? Well, actually, we obviously had our camp down there earlier in the year. Um, so we, we came down and trained at the Wonthaggy Power Footy Oval there and spent the whole day there sort of just doing our training and um, some conditioning stuff there amongst the footy club and around the footy club and the community and then headed over actually to Phillip Island and we stayed on the island for the night and did some stuff there in the morning on the Sunday morning so that's my only time I was down at Phillip Island two weeks ago so I need a bit more time there but not necessarily in one tagging only that training session but um, I heard you talking earlier about how quickly the weather can change and uh, <laughs> so that's pretty bucket us on it on us there that day and then when I got to Phillip Island the sun was out so um, yeah very uh, very familiar I guess with Tassie itself yeah. That's why I ask you, Zane, because uh, you will be... It'll be like a home-ground advantage being a Tassie boy down there in Wonthaggy. Hey, a question for me, because you're also the development coach with Hawthorne. Now, they yep. play at 4.35 today out at Marvel. So we, you, your role, you'll be there today and then coach tomorrow in Wonthaggy, am I right? Correct, yeah. So I'll actually... I've got a role. I'll be in the coach's box today. I don't, I'm not at every game, obviously... Um, only when it, when it sort of allows and obviously allows this week for me to be able to get there so I'll head there very shortly actually uh, drive on in and um, yeah, get ready for that game. What sort of input do you have in the box uh, Zane when you're there with the uh, <laughs> AFL side? So I'm more just another set of, for the coaches because I'm not there every week it's tough for me to have a set role in, in what I do but yeah. really effectively what I'll, I'll do is I'll just support the line coaches and anything they need extra doing and if Sam's got a particular mode, he wants, wants someone to watch and keep an eye on, he can handball that over to me and the line coaches can keep doing their role so it's just, um, I guess, me to be supportive, me there, we've got two, two deputants today um, playing their AFL debut, so to support them as well with the other development coaches and just make sure that our players are ready to perform and can perform at their best So what, um, what translates from the AFL box into the VFL box? What's the same? 
Yeah, and we, what we do you pick up out of, out of Mitch's box yeah, and we, bring into yours? Yeah, we try and keep it pretty similar. Um, nice. We want to keep it calm. And our role as coaches isn't necessarily to win the game. It's just, just to make the game easier for the players. We can sometimes as coaches, especially at local level, we try and think we've got to be more important than we actually are. Um, we've just got to make the game really easy for the players to make good decisions and execute. So although we don't have all the resources that um, the AFL have, we, we've got some resources that we find lean on as best we can, but in the end it's just our, our job to make the game as easy as possible for the players to play because it can be a, a difficult game, but we want to make sure it's easy so then it's fun and players enjoy playing it. What would is it? Just give us. A, I know coaches don't like to single out players, but give us a couple of names to keep an eye on tomorrow when we're out at Wanthaggy. Uh, well, you'll have. Um, well, speaking of Wanthaggy, obviously Jared Blair, I believe, is their coach down there. So um, one of his ex-teammates um, would be one to keep an eye on in, in Callum Brown. He's had a really good start to our year. He's a Verfield listed boy. Um, obviously played seventy games with Collingwood. He's he's um, yeah been really exciting. Another young boy who's a strengthened YWC boy in Ethan Stanley. He's been our 23rd player now for a few weeks. and um, A non-pathway kid, so he didn't play any of the, the underage programs coming through. We just got him from a, um, a come-try day at, at Fox Hill. And he's um, now on AFL Scouts, where next week he'll play in, the, in a, um, the Young Guns game and, and all that in front of 18 AFL clubs, which is really exciting for him. So he's one to keep an eye on as well. Um, and then we've got, we'll, we'll be quite healthy. We'll have 15, 16 Hawthorne boys play tomorrow, which is really exciting. Yeah, Cam McKenzie, will he be playing tomorrow? Cam will be there, mate. Yeah, so Cam, at this stage, Cam's playing. So um, given everything goes smoothly this afternoon with the AFL, he'll be there. And um, yeah, we're really excited for Cam just to come back and uh, I guess release the shackles and not have the pressure of AFL and a thousand. Just play footy, what? yeah. Yeah, yeah, just play footy exactly and, and just enjoy what, what you do and, and get a bit of confidence back and then hopefully um, not with us for too long and back up playing some AFL footy again. So if you just join us here, listen to Saturdays in Gippsland here and we're live at Turret and Dalmore Football Club for this afternoon's match of the day. We're talking to a Box Hill Hawks development or senior coach, uh, Zane Littlejohn, about tomorrow's AFL, sorry, VFLW and VFL games at Wanthaggy. That's the Box Hill Hawks. Now, talking about uh, names to keep an eye on, are there any potential mid-season draft ch- uh, chances running around at Box Hill at the moment? I'm thinking oh, well, in the John Newcomb style. Yeah, I would think Cow Brown's a good chance. Um, you know, he started the year very well. Uh, if he does go, hopefully, hopefully, well, I, I hope he goes, to be honest. Part of our, our program at Box Hill is, yes, we want to win football games and we want to be really successful, but we also want to provide a pathway for... Um, young men to li- and women to live their dreams and, and play at the highest level. So, although Cow's done that, um, yeah, he's he's obviously um, hung- hungry to, to get another look at look at um, the top level. And um, you know, as I mentioned, Ethan Stanley. You know, we've got Cow Porter there as well, who's been on AFL list before, and, and the likes of Jalen Thorpe, who hasn't been on AFL list, but playing some really exciting footy up forward for us. So, we've got some good. Good, talented players, but we understand that um, we come up against a pretty good team tomorrow in the Casey Demons, the reigning premiers. Um, you know, you've got another Tasmanian connection themselves. with their coach being a Tasmanian himself, and you know we're really excited about the challenges. Probably the time of the year now we need a good challenge, but more importantly, we're excited that we get to play it uh, down at Wanthaggy, which would be, you know, when I was there last, Oval was looking amazing. Um, and a few Might of the other people. Might be a bit colder than when you last time you were there, mate. I'll just throw that in for nothing. Now, the Tasmanian flavour, Brad, you were going to ask about this one. Yeah, look, Zane, uh, 
we spoke about that you're an, a Tasmanian boy and, and overnight we hear that the Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has pledged $240 million for a 23,000 seat stadium overnight. Now, did you wake up this morning going, now oh, I could be going home soon? <laughs> oh, not, not that I could be going home, but more <laughs> I'm just absolutely wrapped and I didn't know if I'd ever see it in my lifetime and um, I'm, I'm a proud Tasmanian and I always will be and um, look, I'm I'm absolutely wrapped for the the state, the people, um, the expats who who now obviously live on the mainland. But we always will always have a connection with Tassie, and Tassie's a a really proud footy state. I'm wrapped for my son, who now will get to grow up and arguably support a Tassie team his whole life, and um, which is really exciting. So that's pretty I'm, cool. I'm wrapped. And, yeah, it is pretty cool. I never thought I'd get the opportunity, and now I'll get to support a Tassie team and. Uh, my son will, my daughter will, which is so exciting to... to I feel like a lot of Melbournians too, Zane. Um, Tassie's going to be their second team in yeah, many ways. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. And it's an easy trip, mate. Like, that's why I think a new stadium, I know yeah. there's been a bit of backlash, but a new stadium's really valuable because it's an easy trip. You're 40, 45, 50 minutes playing flight and you're in, you're in Hobart and, you know, you get to go to a stadium, hopefully with a roof on it and it's nice and warm and what's your your Melbourne team play a Tassie team. So, yeah, yeah it's a nice weekend to get away and enjoy <laughs> Salamanca or if it's at lunch, uh, in, um, in, Taz, in north of the state, up at Utah Stadium, it's a great place to travel. Now, you're at the Tassie Mariners in 03 and 04. You're the 2014 Tasmanian Coach of the Year. You're a back-to-back premiership coach. You're a life member at North Launceston. There's probably not too many people uh, more... Uh, up with it to ask this question who's the greatest Tasmanian you've ever seen come out of there to play at the big time uh, well I never so there's a couple but I never got to see him live but um, I had a really so what I, I grew up playing my junior footy and, and my, my started my senior footy in Latrobe um, and we had Mr Magic the greatest arguably the greatest player to leave Tassie and Daryl Bordock so I had a lot of I spent a lot of time with Daryl which I was very lucky and I pinch myself now thinking about that, like how proud he would be. Um, I'm still in contact with his wife, Margaret, who still lives in Latrobe. Um, so I, I'd have to put the stock up there. I got to see a bit of his tapes and showed me a few of his um, UHSs, whatever they were back then. He pulled them out when I went around to have a cup of tea with him once and all of that. So he's obviously been a great player. But I'm a, um, oh, we've been good, so many. Um, we're pretty lucky. We're a pretty proud footy state. I think Grant Birch just slides under the radar, four-time premiership player. Hmm. You know, he's... Um, but more importantly, you look at Grant Birchill's grand final or his final record. Like he's, you know, all Australian, but his yeah, final record, like, yeah, 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 average high twenties. You know, um, although on a really successful team, but to do that at any finals um, is, is a great effort. And um, I, I don't say that because I grew up with a man, but yeah, I, I really like him. I think Birch was a great um, asset to Tassie footy as well. Plenty of them. It's a bit of a uh, free kick that one. Who's the best player in Tassie? But you must be really excited about this, mate. Oh mate, I, I am so happy. I am wrapped for the for the uh, for the state for footy in Tassie. Um, I think it, the footy in Tassie when I left was was getting younger in the top age, so it needed sort of a, an injection something then and now to to finally have something for our young people to look forward to and support in their own state and you know rub shoulders with at the cafes and you know down at the local parks and stuff like that will be just uh, yeah be amazing. So I'm wrapped for Tassie get the opportunity and. Um, really look forward to what the future can hold. Uh, good stuff, Zane. Listen, time's got away from us. We're going to have to go for now. But uh, thanks for your time this morning. I really appreciate you appearing on Saturdays in Gippsland. And good luck to the Box Hill Hawks, men and women, tomorrow at Wonthaggy. 
Nah, thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, and hopefully we see a few there tomorrow. Pleasure. Go well, mate. A terrific zone. Little John there, everybody. He's uh, the senior coach of the Box Hill Hawks men's side playing at one thaggy tomorrow against Casey. It'll be an absolute ripper. Get down there if you're in the area. We're going to take a break, Brad Sinclair. This is Saturdays in Gibson. We're live at Turret and Delmore here until five o'clock this afternoon with a big grand final of the West Gippsland competition grand final replay coming up this afternoon. A big crowd in, plenty of silt to come on Saturdays in Gippsland. Don't go anywhere. Back with more right after this. The big grand final replay this afternoon from two o'clock. We're with you until then. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Brad and Ian. And now, thanks to Donelda Motors, home of Mitsubishi's tractors and farm machinery, it's hot or not, Brad Sinclair. Don't know about the stinger there, but anyway, I'll oh, go without it. I've missed this. I've missed this, and we're back with it now. Missed what? Time for hot or not? If it's your first time with us on Saturdays in Gippsland, this is where Brad comes up with a subject, and we decide whether it's hot or it's not. Well, this one, and they're usually pretty obvious. Now, the point system, who I have been the biggest knocker of this point system uh, that AFL Victoria decided to go with many years ago. Yep. It's never worked. It's been all over the shop. It's been rather controversial, yes. Half the clubs don't know what's going on. Well, last week, yeah. <laughs> at the game that we called for SEN, yeah. Kilcunda Bass used up 44 of their allocated 44 points yep. okay. with 21 players. Right. So that meant they went into the game one short on the interchange. So deliberately pick one less yes. so they could get the points in. Yes. And, and so for people who don't understand it, if a player's got a, uh, a background of a higher level of football, well, not they, necessarily they come so. with more points. Not necessarily okay. so. This is where that's, it gets ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's the, that was the starting point for yeah. that rule. Yeah. But every player gets allocated points. So they picked their side and they allocated their 44. They ran out at 21 players. Instead of dropping someone and bringing some... So what they did, they went with one short on the interchange. Yeah. They had injuries to two of their better players, yeah. Nathan Foote and Jaden G. And they trailed at three-quarter time by one point. Yep. But they'd been in front most of the day. They were up by uh, six points uh, at half time and uh, five points at one stage So at quarter time. So, Jaden G is playing today. Yeah. Nathan Foote isn't. Yeah. So, they go into that last quarter and they get overrun. Uh, they kick one-two mm. and Dalston kick four-two and they win by 19 points. The point system has cost finally... It's cost a club... Again. Again. Yep. Okay. And I don't like it. No, I don't... I, under, I was working in administration in local footy when it came in, and it sort of had to. It was a sustainability measure because it was just trying to prevent the clubs with the most cash from having the best team because there were clubs out there that get their hands on cash that wasn't theirs or cash that wasn't sustainable, and they were buying footy teams, and that's not the long-term... Solution um, oh, to, and it was to reward clubs that built their own juniors, for yeah, example. But right? they got so it wrong. It's, it doesn't work. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. And I said this on this show last week. Yeah. In Cairns, a club that I was coaching in 2020, we recruited a guy from Essendon District Football League. Yeah. He was up and down in the ones and twos. He yeah. was a son of a famous footballer, Darren yeah. Buick. Yeah. His yeah. name was Jet. Yeah. Lovely kid. Yeah. Good player. He comes up. They allocate him five points. Aaron Davey has played nearly... Why was was he five points? Okay, come on. This is is my question, Wiz. No one can give me the answer. He was allocated five points. Aaron Davey's running around, who's played 200 league games of football, 
He's a one-pointer. No, that's impossible. It's, no, 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 Wiz. It's, it's not, not impossible. It happened. happened. And yeah. it continues to happen yeah. up there too. So it's ridiculous. I, I feel like this part of it's a little bit crooked, right? So but that's that's the issue. Anyway, we got distracted there. So the so you're hot or not? The point system. Not. Or not? Not. You're it's saying ridiculous. not. I'm afraid I'm going to have to say not. Yeah. But I wish I didn't. What's yeah. your next one? Oh, this is a hot. It's <laughs> a... Jack Ganane. Now, you know this story a little bit Ooh, b- do, better yeah. than I. The one needs to tread fairly carefully. Oh, no, not really. He kicked 11 goals last week for Liam Gather in his first game back after suspension. It's irrespective of what happened and yep. how it happened. Yep. He's equaled the club record by an individual uh, for a Liam Gather player against Warrigal. Adrian Campbell kicked 11 in 99, and Nick Nagel kicked 11 in 2011. It's a good effort, isn't it? Super effort. Missed yep. a lot of footy. He hasn't played for how long? Eight weeks, nine weeks, yeah. What? I think you got Count Summer as well. Oh, plus Summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah played yeah. for a long... Hasn't played for a long time. Yeah. That's a super hot. He's a good player. Hot or not? Hot. Hot? It's hot. Okay. I'll say hot. Yeah. That's a good effort, 11 goals. Yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable. But it was a colourful story, that's for sure. All right. Hot or not? Now, I've already given these this club a plug today, and I'm going to give them another plug. Yeah. Warrigal Industrials is a club... That does a lot of good things, and it's not always on the field. There's stuff that they're doing off field in the last couple of years with uh, p- their particular focus on juniors has been astounding. They've worked hard to have both under 16 and under 18 teams this year, which has been difficult for a lot of clubs, mm. and it's youth girl squad. Um, so they sent them off to a big day out in Melbourne on Friday. They attended a Collingwood training session, then visited the Shrine of Remembrance before having a game of laser tag. The day was organised. This guy's sensational. Um, we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago by Dusty Senior Coach Harmit Singh, who's mm-hmm. the Junior Academy Director at Collingwood. They do a lot right, this footy club, off-field as well as on. Yeah, good community club. So uh, hot or not? Very hot. Hot. It's hot. Yeah, I guess so. I guess, okay, I've got one. Have you got any more? No. Okay, I've got one. Uh, When a radio host comes to his uh, favourite segment, Hot or Not, with three really, really long hot or nots, they're the longest hot or nots you've ever done. Well, you know why? Because you had nothing. You give me donuts. And you said to me off air, I've got nothing, Brad, look after me. (laughs) Is it hot or not? I look after you and you've just thrown me under the bus. (laughs) Well, the bus wasn't moved. Now, that's red hot. (laughs) (laughs) Is that hot or not? Thanks for bringing three of the biggest hot or nots I've ever seen. Uh, That was hot or not. Thanks to Donalda Motors, your official Mitsubishi tractor dealer, in Gippsland is Donalda Motors, Mafra and Bandstar. We did no B there last year. It's a terrific oh, setup too. Donalda Motors, day. isn't it? One of the greatest little bakery coffee shops oh. across the road. It is landmark. They have a little convention, bakers and coffee <laughs> shops, and they'll get together and say, "Look out for Brad Sinclair. He's in the area next weekend." So yeah, so uh, you don't have to go to Collingwood for a big meal, Liz. You know that. You go off to Collingwood tonight, don't you? Oh, I it's a family, think... a family turnout tonight. Yeah, I don't go near that place. Jim's Greek Tavern. I hate... been there. I love it. You get a gutful of food in there. I hate Collingwood that much. <laughs> I wouldn't even go there to, to eat. Well, we're the only people with our own teeth. That's what I'm hoping for <laughs> in any case. No, here we go. That wasn't meant to be a plug. Hey, uh, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland here live from Turin Dalmore Football Club. Uh, as a pre-game for this afternoon's match of the day, a grand final replay of the West Gippsland competition. Uh, and hosting Phillip Island this afternoon. The, should say the undefeated Turidan and mm. reigning champions. They look pretty good, Brad. How are they going to go? Tell us 
uh, how or why you reckon they're going to win? Uh, look, they've been very, very good, Turret and Dalmore, in the early parts of this year already. And they've played two good sides in Coraline and Warrigal Industrials. So to be undefeated after playing two good sides is a really good sign. Uh, look, I, I, I just think when we were out here in round one, uh, I hadn't seen Big Piverite play. Mm-hmm. And I thought... Okay, and he didn't do a hell of a lot in that first half, and he turned the game in the second. Coraline were looking like the side at halftime, and Peter Wright just said, look, uh, just follow me, boys. He's kicked a couple of goals in the third and had a hand in two or three others, and he turned the game. So that actual duel today is worth the entrance fee between Peter Wright and Cam Pedersen alone. Yeah, yeah. That is where the game's going to be. One and done today, I reckon. And then you got little uh, uh, one that really impressed me was Cooper Ship. Uh, he's the son of Andrew Ship that played at Fremantle. Yep. And Springvale uh, VFL a nep- Premiership nep- nephew of full of full of ship <laughs> <Yeah>. double P. Where's <laughs> the big ship? You're working blue. Yeah, I wasn't really that <laughs> Cooper. The big ship they call him. Yeah. Adam Oxley. Now Warrigal last week put a lot of time into Adam Oxley off half back. Yep. And they seem to think that they had his measure and they did okay. And then all of a sudden, he just needs to pop up for five minutes. And that's what he did. And he kicked a goal. They only win by two goals. And it was even for most of the game. And he was the one that did something. So that is going to be interesting to watch. Mark Griffin's playing more midfield for Phillip Island this year, uh, where he's generally been a, a defender with that raking long right foot. But he's played more midfield footy. And him and Eli Richards have really combined well in the middle and had a good start to the season. So the middle, and I know we say it, most people say it every week, the game's won or lost in the middle. But this duel in the middle today with McCaffer and, and, and Richards um, and Griffin, I'd say Griffin will go to McCaffer in the middle. Uh, all of a sudden, the midfield duels around the ground, it's going to be super but I well, think I think Turret and Delmore. Midfield big duels are important because it's not a big ground. No, that's right. right. So nowhere to hide. And you win uh, some clearances out of the middle of this place and um, you're, you're deep into attack. So we did have a query earlier on in the show. There may have been a late out. Are you prepared to run with that at the moment? We're still doing our research around that. Uh, no, I've done my research and he's not out. I sent him out there warming up. He's ah, playing. Okay. Well, you mentioned he's him playing. just well, before, so there we uh, go. Let's, uh, no, leave that be. Uh, no, I'm a big fan of Mark Griffin because I coached Mark. Yep. He's playing in the middle today. But yep. We had a little story that uh, came up to the Alex Scott staff commentary box earlier that uh, he might have forgot his jumper today. Yeah. He normally runs around in the 65 and he will be wearing 37 because he forgot his jumper. Now, I know his wife very well, Liz. Yeah, yeah. She's not packing his bag properly. No, well, hang on. I, well, I, maybe the grown-ups have to pack their own. But, you know, here's the thing. If you were going to the shops, you'd want to ta- you're going to buy something, you'd have to remember to take money with you, right? Yep. So if you were going to work... Yep. You, and you work with a computer, you'd have to take your computer with you, wouldn't you? Yep. Right? So if you're going to the footy and you're going to play footy, you would think you'd have to take your footy jumper with you, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, most yeah. certainly. Back in the day, and I'll say this a lot, <laughs> they used to wash it and dry it for you, Wiz, and yeah. they used to bring it for you. I, and take I, it I, mate, I, I know, that. I used to be a club president. I used to wash all the jumpers and hang them up that. in the rooms. And People used to say, oh, no, I want to take my jumper home. Bull dust. I used to rip it off and throw it in the middle. Well, you wash to, it. Yeah, you know, but then uh, for us, now, we get the team sheets here through at about one o'clock and the numbers are right sometimes. So uh, Both clubs have been very, very good in that area today. 
With they have you'd expect sheets. them to, though, Brett. They're, they're both sort of super organised professional footy clubs, aren't they? Yeah, the other midfielder that I did forget to mention for Phillip Island, uh, Hayden Bruce, look out for him. Ripper player, played really well against Warrigal Industrials earlier in the year. And, and I must say, before I do forget, this is a um, Garfield thirds and fourths were paid a visit to training last week. Uh, Wiz, do you know who by? No. Collingwood Premiership player. Heritia Lamanda. Oh, very good. He, uh, formerly known as Harry O'Brien, of course. Yeah. Uh, he spoke to the young kids <laughs> about his football journey and gave yeah. them a few trips, uh, tips on how to get the best out of themselves. And you know what he did? What? He just turned up and did it. No pay. Yeah. Didn't it? Wasn't orchestrated. Oh, I good think that was magnificent. Yeah, he got a see. lot of flack, that fella. He does, but uh, good on him for that. That's so yeah. you want to see putting back into the game. There's a, you talked about the debutants today. There's a couple. Mm. For Turidan, it's uh, Pappas and Lumby. Of course, Will Lumby, we called last year in the Elibank Comp. I think he was playing for Puwong. Very uh, good so, Yeah, good rugby playing. He's played a bit of reserve grade footy at Turidan this year. Makes his senior debut today. And Tully Dickey for the Bulldogs Lumbee will also won. be making his debut. Lumby won the Anzac medal in the reserves last week. Yep. Out there at uh, Warrigal. So, yeah, and we, as we, we used to sing his praises last year, didn't, he? didn't we? Around the ground, what he does around the ground. Now, Peter Wright will take the number one ruck spot, but Lumby, he can play anywhere. He can go forward, he can move up back. And then give Peeva a rest in the ruck if he needs to go in there. Yeah, so he's sort of a mobile handy. ruckman, isn't he? He's mm. just in some of the other leagues around the place too. Uh, the Gippsland League, of course, today. Mafra will be hosting Wanthaggy. Moe will be uh, hosting Bairnsdale. And a big one, the grand final replay in the Gippsland League uh, this weekend as well. Lee and Gatha will be at home to sail. So the Parrots and the Magpies, the Battle of the Birds there. Druin will be up against Terralgan and Morwell hosting the Gulls. Warrigal making their way up the highway to Morwell in the Gippsland League there. So plenty going on in Gippsland footy around about the place. If you've just joined us, this is Saturdays in Gippsland. We're live at Turidan Dalmore Football Club for this afternoon's West Gippsland Grand Final replay. Turidan up against Phillip Island, the undefeated Seagulls hosting the Bulldogs this afternoon. What should be a beauty straight after two o'clock. Not long to go now, Brad. No, and the reserves are giving them a bit of a touch-up. 13-694, Turret and Delmore. Phillip Island, 2-4-16. We've only got two and a half minutes to go in the last quarter. So they've touched them up in that one. And they won the kids, Phillip Island, the under-18s by a goal. That was a good game of footy. And uh, just another play going down there for Turret and just here on the wing right in front of us. It's a right shoulder. Looks like a bad injury. This is going to be a ripper today, uh, Wiz. I'm really looking forward to this. And the young kid, there's some big raps on uh, young Panis Pappas that's uh, going to play his first game in his debut for the Turretin Dalmore side today. And, of course, a couple of weeks ago we called uh, young Connor Shinners and Xavier Shinners. Connor played in the kids' uh, game today, but Xavier will be out there. And, of course, we spoke about Frosty Miller earlier, the Dandenong champion. They're the nephews of Kevin Shinners that uh, was also a uh, Dandenong. Dandenong premiership player. Yeah, very good. So there's a link there, of course. Love those sort of things in local footy. Yeah, just waiting on the game to stop here in the reserve grade. The stretcher making its third appearance mm. on the ground, uh, which is a pretty good effort in reserve grade footy. This one's a shoulder, so his legs are working. I don't think we'll need the stretcher there. A bit of a distraction there. 13 16 2 4 is the score there in the reserve grade. Just about all we've got time for. It's Saturdays in Gippsland. The warm up and the pre game stuff out of the way. Uh, we're about to sign off here for Saturdays in Gippsland, but when we come back from 2 o'clock through till 5 o'clock this afternoon, It'll be match of the day time here on SEN Track. So don't go anywhere if you can't join us or if you're here at the ground. It'll be the Seagulls up against the Bulldogs 
in a Premiership rematch. Should be an absolute beauty. Make sure you're with us on SEN Track. This is Ian Doherty, Brad Sinclair, signing off for Saturdays in Gibson. Until next Saturday, bye for now.